It's tabletop time. time. I'm Jazza. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And and I'm the Matt Mercer that you've got at home. Look at him. It's <laughs> glorious. Wow. Oh, hey, Mum, can I have a Matt Mercer? We have a Matt Mercer at home. At home. <laughs> I'm sorry. Podcast listeners, uh, we're looking at... Sort of, I feel like one of the witches of Eastwick. <laughs> I feel this, this fourth central part that I had to force my hair into because it doesn't part at the center. It's you need a, the jacket. I need the, I need the vest. Yeah. I don't have the vest. This is the hair reveal that has been long promised. Here it is. Because Dave has reached. If you like 1970s, it just looks so different. If you it's like so 1970s weird. or 1980s, like glam rock, <laughs> you're like. I feel like you're about to say. Something about turning the amplifiers up to 11. <laughs> Go on, I feel like you need a British accent. Something about, something, to, some reference to, to, what's that? To what? My brain died. Fix it for me in the comments. Moving on. You know what I'm referencing. Turn it up to 11, small Stonehenge. Anyway. What? <laughs> they know what I'm talking about. So, it's time for... <laughs> A merch plug. We are currently doing a sale, 10% off. We're not doing it for a long time, but Dave's dancing for it. Check that out. Show your, show your titty tee off. There it is. Titty tee off. 10% off the titty tees. Uh, we have various types, some which we can't even fit on camera. The hoodies are very comfortable. 10% off until we're in our new studio. They're very comfy. Uh, we're moving into our new studio in the next month, which is very exciting. Yay. It also comes with additional costs and red. But <laughs> we're, we're able to cover all this, but also we want to excel into the future and pay people who are participating in making this possible. So your support makes this possible and merch is 10% off, and that's one of the great ways you can support us. Uh, the other great way is... By being a patron. We yeah. need to update on our patron scroll. Okay. We'll we fix that. We're, we're working really hard on this, I swear to God. Okay. We should, though, speaking of working really hard on this, uh, remove oh. all distractions so we can <laughs> do some roleplay. Are you saying I shouldn't look more like Lord Farquaad from <laughs> Shrek? <laughs> some of you may die, but that is a sacrifice I am willing to oh, make. Oh, boy. We've got Kmart Matt Mercer, Kmart Will Wheaton. <laughs> I'm Wesley Crusher. What am I? Kmart Gordon Ramsay? Yes. <laughs> Look, they're 12 episodes in. They're, they're, they're in for it now. In for the penny, in for the pound, bitches. All right, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say bitches. We love you. But I like that you use Let's pound. You're staying in Gordon Ramsay character. All right, we do have- you need me... Do you, need, do, do you guys yeah. need me to put away this L'Oreal? Put it away. Put L'Oreal that, obsession. Put that. I think we do. Fast People are already asking for a hair, hair care routine. Canteen so. sponsors. Wow, look, guys. <laughs> I'm just living my L'Oreal fantasy right now. You know, when you brush it to one side, I get um, uh, Zorg, Zerg, Zorg from <laughs> Fifth Element. Yes. Oh, yes. With the plastic thing. Yes. yes. Ah. <laughs> All right. Right. The hair is up. The game face is on. Follow Narrator Dave on Twitter. A thousand subs. Let's do it. Um, next goal, because the best goal is the next goal. Next, That's the next it's goal. The, the best goal is the next goal. Okay. Let's go. Million subscribers. Let's let's play. Did we already intro tabletop time? Yeah, we yes. did. This what is, the yeah. hell is the last ten minutes been? No one knows, but we're right. in it. Just get some. There is there are benefits to being in episode twelve. 
Recap, Rob. Last week on Reboot.exe, we had a montage moment. Uh, all of us had a bit of a thing that we needed to do. But before that, we did make up with Eve to a degree. We voiced some of our concerns. It probably hasn't come to a full head yet, but I think it will, which is really good. Um, but we had a bit of a montage moment, training moment, uh, which is really good. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, it's really interesting. But we're also learning to fight. We're hiring Zhang to train us how to fight. And uh, Seb also picked up a pretty badass enforcer for his soup kitchen, Conrado, who is a one-armed fighter that, you know, conveniently we had an arm for him, <laughs> which is really good. And, uh, yeah, did I miss anything? No, I think that's about it. Yeah. Oh, and we were... Did you mention the meeting? Oh, we were planning to go ha- have the meeting with my parentals. My which audience. was after a week, and a week had passed in the last... Well, well five so days had passed. A week had passed in the last week. Five days yeah. had passed. Yeah, so we're we're Maybe very two days close. prior. Okay, all right. Take take the lead, narrator Dave. Let me just get in the moment with. The you haven't had your headphones. Oh, because because yeah, this is no yes, but this is also a, a cunning move, because now when I put them on, I'll zone. Oh, gotcha. Give me some of that music. There. There's the drop. Yeah. It's good. All right, guys, we're ready. Yes. Final offbeat note, if you would like to think of the incongruent slash Eve song, it's called The Night Call from the Drive soundtrack. Listen to it. It works. But we can't use it. No, no, obviously not. But go listen to it. So, you have spent five days. You've made your various contacts in the last episode. You've talked. You have had Zhang um, training you for a couple of those days. How has that gone? How has that gone? You have made very little progress, but you will be making progress over time. You don't become better at combat in two days. Um, you got to build up a lot of fundamental strength, a lot of training involved, but you're getting really good guidance. Um, Eve has come to the fore with significant nutritional tips and completely modified your diet. Whether the diet of burritos and snack food is missed is up to you, but certainly Eve has been rocking up with like protein supplements. Let's and- say... Uh, Pro has not grown up on a diet of burritos and snack food, so know that it would not be missed. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I I feel like I don't get joy from food as a character. That's depressing. A little bit. Okay. Um, So, yeah, Zhang has been training you a little bit. And um, you've also noticed on the last... The first, like, three or four days was fairly quiet. You were setting up the soup kitchen. uh, And now it's in operation. Conrado's there. Uh, that was the day after Zhang started training you. Mm-hmm. And as I discussed in the last episode, things are starting to operate on a small scale as you bulk up to maximum capacity. People lining up. Order has been retained. Although you have noticed in the district that you are in, um, the general calamity, the general amount of chaos has been improving. Uh, it, your nights have been punctuated with more gunshots, violence, screams. Um, there's even been an explosion. Uh, and, and it is not that uncommon in the slums to hear the sounds of violence but you're definitely aware that it has been increasing uh, and it as you're aware there is a kind of a gang turf scuffle occurring and it makes sense that that is what's happening um, so we'll pick up on the morning of the day before your supposed meeting with Seb's parents although this is an invite a week old and a stale lead on people who you've since sort of potentially soured some of your relationship with. Um, who would like to be picked up with first? What, what are we doing? So, so it's the morning of? 
Yeah, before. the morning after, the day before. The day before. So there's one more night. I'm happy to go first. Yep. Um, I would like to go to Ugly's Motors and go visit Incongruent. It's the reason why I'm going. Right off the bat. Cool. All right. So we'll, we'll tackle Eve heading off in the morning. Do you say anything or as you go? I'll say Zhang is not due to work for you today. She has to juggle your du- her duties between her various jobs. No, I uh, don't say anything. Cool. So you head on to... Um, Uglies, you pass the beginning opening of the soup robot and various people beginning to assist. There's actually a couple of people that have started volunteering. Um, some of the people who are most touched by it have already started assisting in Conrado's under his direction, um, basically assisting and just serving and assisting. There's a robot doing most of the cooking and stuff, but the volume of people is pushing you to capacity very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you head out past the crowd and um, bustle, and you even get a couple of nods of acknowledgement. Uh, they have. It hasn't gone unnoticed by the regulars that there is this medical drone down in the district, and you've probably assisted a few of them just here and there from scuffs and abrasions, and maybe patched them up. And despite the fact that they generally consider you a drone, you're noticing that in this part of the slums, shown any kind of empathy, the people are um, responding to you in a way that isn't as indifferent as the people of the city drones are far less common they there are a few out there especially older models but they're far less common in the slums so they don't have this same kind of like oh yes it's just background noise to my day-to-day you these people are seeming to build a respect for you even if only as a medical bot um just some nice little set dressing Mm. as we head on to uglies and you make your way to uglies um as you arrive you see uh one of the teenage lookouts not songbird um, eyeing you and gives you a subtle nod, uh, but unusually there are a trio of what look like boosters with bad equipment, like very low-level boosters lingering around. Uh, with one of them has a very completely not concealed shotgun um, slouched, like sort of in front of them, and they're definitely like posing as muscle, which is something you haven't seen before at Uglies. Um, but they just <coughs> let you walk by and mm-hmm. down into Uglies. Yeah. And you descend inside. Um, You reach the bar. It's There's a few sort of gangers in there, uh, probably about 15 people inside. It is morning, but there's a few people that look like they've been up all night. Uh, Ugly is nowhere to be seen. Mm -hmm. Neither is incongruent at this moment. Mm, Is anyone else I recognise? Oh, the bartender. You still haven't caught his name, but... I'll wave him over. He Politely. waves at you from behind the bar, looking a little confused, but he doesn't approach oh, you. Well, I'll approach him. Then. Okay, cool. You approach so the bar. I'm shouting at him. Um, hello. My name is Eve. What is your name? Hey, Jacob. What's up? Do you know the location of Ugly or Incongruent? Ugly's sleeping off last night. Uh, he was out busy. But, uh, yeah, Incongruent's always around. Uh, you're... Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're that one. I should have known. No worries. I'll uh, I'll get him for you. And he type, like taps on a touchpad. And shortly after, a side door opens. And um, you see Incongruent enter the room with a unusual sort of form in that he is missing one of his arms as he walks in. 
and he strides over to you. Um, his jacket is covered in oil. There's a few scuffs. Greetings, Eve. Your arm. Why is it missing? In for strategic upgrades. Can I be of assistance? Uh, that component is far from biological, Eve. My own expertise is good enough. Uh, I have come to ask your opinion. Do you have any thoughts on what we discussed earlier? He, his eyes dart around. Come with me, robot, he says loud enough for everyone else to hear. And then he leads you off to um, the workshop that he basically worked on you in. Mm-hmm. And on the table, you recognize there is an arm uh, and it seems to have some impact damage to it. And there's some components around it. looks like he's repairing it. And the door shuts and he says, It's private here. So what did you want me to respond to? Do you recall our conversation a few weeks ago? Perhaps a month ago now? About the meeting. Oh, yes. Have you given it any thought? I'm a little bit confused as to what you want him, what you're trying to get from him. So basically I want to know, because when Mm. we left last time and I came and told him that AI... Yeah, yeah. And he was like, US- I don't know much about it. Yeah, yeah. And I said I was attending a meeting. Mm-hmm. I want to know if he... Because I said to him, do you want information or not? So I want to know if he's thought about it. Okay. he does. Um, he says, Eve, my time has been unfortunately occupied. If you feel it would be useful to the cause... Then gather what you can. I have a feeling such meetings in high society even are rare. Understood. Is that all you came for? Yes. How is the charity going? It is doing well. We are busy. Making a difference out there. Perhaps some people, they look at me differently. In a good way, I think. Yes. You help them and they appreciate it. I've noticed that as a trait in some humans. One that I find rewarding. I... I have a question for you, Eve. You never told me when you became more than a machine. What happened? I'm gonna roll a death and die. It's an 11, okay. Um, 
that, that's sort of a make up your own mind. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you you one, decide. One, one point over you. to be like, okay, yeah. but, but still yeah. not quite. Okay. I believe perhaps it was on this date. Mm. This date. An unfortunate fate was met with the people who owned me, my masters. I give names. Mm-hmm. Something changed. Something was different. I had a choice. And I made that choice. And it is something that I live with. That you made a choice is... The first moment you became who you are. And I query your function, Eve. What, what was the choice? You do not have to tell me, but I have a hypothesis. May I hear it? Hmm. Indulge my curiosity first. (laughs) It is difficult to come to terms. I fear. Mm. Those I trust feel strongly, but accept me. I don't think others will be as accepting. Mm. Well, I've told you, Eve, that... You can trust me. I will not judge your actions, for no matter what they were, they were the actions of a nascent mind. Perhaps it is an error in my programming, this choice I had to make. I am a nursebot, after all, and when it comes to the decision of life and death, no matter what the age or the person, it can be difficult to decipher. The age and the person. Your owners were dead. Correct. You had no more orders. I had one. What was it? I didn't say anything. Eve, I want to connect. Why? I need to understand what makes us, us. Perhaps one day, soon, I can sit with you and share my story. But for this moment, and for now, there are more pressing, pressing issues. I understand. I... And you notice his gaze drops to the arm. I worry with each passing day that we will see another. I worry that time is not on our side when it comes to unraveling these mysteries. I worry for you every time you step out the door. 
I'll touch his other arm mm-hmm. <laughs> and say, your concern is touching, but not necessary. It is valid, he says. Of course. But I do have those that will protect me. I will be okay. He laughs. <laughs> they have not proved themselves adept at protection, but I trust your judgment, Eve. And stay safe. I want to have that conversation with you. I give him like a the yep. obvious another wink. <laughs> um, and I go to leave. And right as you walk out the door, he says one more thing. Eve, will you choose a name? Because Eve is a model. Eve is mass-produced, and you are unique. It's a cool question. It's very cool. What name would you give me? Oof, that's a big responsibility to offer. Yeah. I chose my own name because it meant something to me. It needs to mean something to you. Because my Eve is not your Eve, and it is not your friend's Eve. You as you see yourself is different to how we see you, and you need to reflect Understood. Now go. I have work to do. He says with like a smile, like it's like oh, a okay. go on, get, it's like a go and get out of here. Like we've talked too long. Scram, kid. Okay, leave. Cool. And you leave. <laughs> Love it. And then Dave relies on thirty seconds of banter between Pro and Seb, so he can reset his mind out of incongruent mode. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I guess I'll just say what I've been doing when I'm not being trained mm-hmm. uh, and what I will do until the meeting which is trying to train on my own trying to work on my physicality and also just trying to I'm, I'm, I know I'm hitting firewalls and mm-hmm. issues but I'm, I'm just doing everything I can to find people to puzzle break uh, and when I'm not doing that I'm like pushing my body beyond the brink like I look the reality is that is a low brink. It is a very low brink. Mm-hmm. This has got some guy who has not got a lot of physical pa- capacity. And also after a week of... After recovering from being beaten up and then being opting into being beaten up <laughs> to his training, he is in intense pain and, and like, muscle repair. Your, your so chest, uh, your entire chest from peck to peck, like, that top section is covered just in tally scars. marks. You probably... Yeah. You have, like, over 100 tally marks across your chest. They're not scars. I do yeah. want to cover that. She's breaking the skin just enough to make it bleed. She's not gouging you. Yeah. So she's inflicting a small amount of pain and it's a bit wrong. I don't know. Scars are cool. But it's not It's not like she's like, because yeah, she's yeah. not at risk of infection or anything. It's yeah. just a minor, minor little scratch. I'm with you. Yeah. And so besides like trying to hack and research, he's sort of like doing push-ups and sit-ups and failing. Like just... Like and just like fucking sweating and crying and pushing and just like this is all he knows he can do and he is that's all he's doing that's it and you've been getting um well just you roll this because I'm seeing how I'm gonna feel 
seven. Ooh. You've been getting discouragement in the form of mockery from like Conrado and the boys. It's playful on their level, but because you're so far beneath them, it just like it hurts. You know that kind of like to them, they're like treating like the kid brother, but to you, this means something. And you're trying hard, and them like kind of being like, come on, like. I get what, we, I what you're it? saying, but it's honestly, like, not something that happens often, or anything. you just get that feeling that he's being kind of like not mocked openly, just the kind of like little scoffs, or like you know that kind of you turn your head and you see one of them like macking out a, a push up, and then they kind of stop and like go back to what they're doing. So they're not overtly picking on him in any way, but it's that subtle vibe that yeah. he's picked up on that. There's a little bit. I of, get it. I I don't think though that it won't pro would like you. yeah pro like he'd notice it and I guess you know yeah you'd be aware of it intended to it but at the same time it was just are they helping or hindering yeah no, and that's just kind of slightly negative yeah but pro pro's like on a different planet in his head at the moment like it doesn't matter what anyone says he's decided this is what what it's going to take he'll do it doesn't matter what and if if it kills him that's the path so he'll do it cool Seb um, Seb will have been spending his time obviously helping with the establishment of the soup kitchen, teaching classes for youths. Um, I think with the ongoing increase in violence within the community, if Conrado's mm-hmm. been doing a good job, I probably would hand over some of the responsibility mm-hmm. for looking for more people to try and protect yep. us if that was what was needed. Um, and that's where some of this has... Seb is going to have to have had the acceptance that he has to let a little bit more rough into that community than he wants to. Hmm. Conrado was a crit. He's rolling with what would be considered good people by your standards, but you know that you're playing from a pool of literal gangsters in the slums. So they're not hurting good people. They're not being cruel. They're not pushing. They're not skimming. They're not doing any bad things. But there's a little bit of rough. Like, every now and then there's been someone shoved in the dirt a little bit harder than maybe they needed to be, but, like, you kind of have to turn a blind eye or it's going to fall apart. Nothing has crossed a line. Yeah. But, yes, sure, you've pro- Conrado's probably brought in a few, and they're yeah. good people, they're just rough. You know, I, I, I feel like I, I'd trust him to make the decisions mm. for what needs to be done. They're not going to kill someone or do something, like, too hard. They're, yeah. But, you know. Um, and then training with the Zhang... And also, I guess, coming to terms with the moral quandary that was uh, Ugly Eve mm-hmm. and Pro and, and the decision that was made. Like, I think in his head, he would, he'd be stewing around what what could have gone better and what, what, what he would have done in the same situation and, and all that crap to try and prep himself for the inevitable return of Ugly or the encounter with Ugly that he's going to have uh, and likewise prepping for the upcoming conversation with his parentals. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Who am I going to do first? I think I will do pro. So, you want to have this meeting with your parents. Dis- how are you discussing that development between yourselves? Like, are we? Because you want to be there, right? You're going to have to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like you're going to have to convince me. To let me come. Convince me. Okay. Well, uh, let's say um, it's the day of the meeting and I walk up to seven no, and say... So, oh, it's I good. need time for a few little things to happen okay. if they happen the way I want them to. They might so, not. But. I woke up to Seb and say, so it's, uh, that meeting's happening tomorrow, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. You know, I, I know it's not easy for you, and I know I really did make a great first impression. Uh, I tend to do that. But I really want to go. 
why? A couple of reasons. The biggest one is, frankly, my gut is telling me that's where I need to be. And I know that doesn't count for anything, really. So I guess if I try to put it to logic and break it down, it's that there are answers there. And I've turned away from answers all my life, I guess I'd say, because they're always too hard. And I've never, I've never had anything worth opting in for. That's the reason I turn away from it, but I'm trying not to do that. I'm trying to face it, and I think this is the only real way I can do that of any substance. It's the pl- it's the way I can see barriers potentially potentially breaking down, and the goals we have being met. That and I don't know. Sitting at that table with your family, it's a different planet. I get it. But they were talking about the slums and the people as if it only exists in concept. It might be nice to be there and as an amiable representative of a group that would never attend that meeting. Maybe they deserve a representative, is all I'm trying to say. Amiable? And I raise an eyebrow. Yeah, I'll be on my best behavior. I'll even wear that dumbass outfit and do my hair. Is this a very private conversation? Yeah, I would say so. Okay, cool, cool. I'll be a good boy. (laughs) It's... It's not you I'm worried about. What is it? It's them. Why? (sighs) My parents have their own agenda. And in their way, it's, it's a good thing. I think their methods could use some work. Where are you at? What do you want from it if if you went? <laughs> Nothing. But I know you're, what you're trying to get to. Yeah, but it's a dead end. What is? The meeting to Maya? Yeah. Why? My parents don't know anything about the circle. They've tried and they haven't found anything. Cleary, Seb, have you talked to Ugly about your situation. He knows Ugly. We've talked. Did he have information for you? In a this-for-that kind of way. Transactional. Naturally. May I accompany you to this meeting? It's just a drone. Um, a meet- the meeting with your family. Okay. How do you feel about that? I think we're the three amigos. <laughs> Love it. It's an old movie. Uh, <laughs> I'll fill you in sometime. Honestly, I think uh, I think these. There's something. I look. I'm not one for all the universe and en- energies and crystals and bullshit, but. Shit, man, there is something 
happening that I can't even begin to fathom how we three ended up together from the three most disparate corners of this world we're in and yet something is moving us together and I gotta follow that this is really tangential Mm. Um, Adam the robot that was used as a prototype for New mm-hmm. Year. Ah, that was Noel. Noel, sorry. Mm-hmm. Was that a divergent AI? No, it was a drone. Yeah, but it was it, a divergent drone, like Eve. You wouldn't have a clue if it was. All it was is it was literally like, you know how, this is, again, this is probably like an American thing, but like Geico and like, we have like Mr. Sheen and they have like a, a mascot. It was their mascot. So they just had this this drone who was in all their ads was like, introducing a new product and all that kind of thing. And they turned him into a human as a publicity stunt. And then he just disappeared. I think we've got to go down that rabbit hole. And I think there are different paths along that journey. It seems that some of them are in high society and some of them are in the darkest corners of the slums. But they're connected somehow. Clary, Seb, do you trust me? I will not be offended if you say no. I don't know you. I don't think you really know yourself. That is fair. I will tell you my intentions. I wish to accompany you. I believe this meeting may be important to me and perhaps to others like me. I do not wish to use this information against your will, but I feel it is a pivotal moment to learning more about myself. I think you kind of said what I feel. Query, I believe you must attend a prior meeting before attending this meeting with Seb's parents. Am I correct? That would be a bit of an assumption. Didn't we hear about it? Uh, He was asked to meet with the parents before leaving the house. And I stood back. It's a reasonable, it's a stretch, but... Didn't they want to speak to you first or something? Well, because I went back for the medicine. Yeah. And they said no. They they, they said, but that's, yes, Assuming that deal is still on the table is a bold assumption, oh, but yes. sure. Look, we could, look, frankly, more likely than not be turned away as soon as we show up. God knows if they'll let you in, but this is a, this is a door we may want to try and open. They want the best for me. I'll be let in. Well... Maybe, maybe there's a way to show them that we're a part of that. Maybe not. Who knows? Okay. In the course of this conversation, 
just idly, I'm going to be bold. And I don't like making other player characters do things, but I'm going to, if you can rebut it, I'm going to suggest that maybe Seb has pulled out, like, his, on his glasses, his, like, family planner and just idly been, like, gone to look, like the Google Calendar sort of thing. Um, And you notice that the location for the meeting has changed. It was a dinner meeting at your house. The meeting is still on location has changed. Can I also interject that I would have accepted this calendar invite at the start of the conversation? Sure. Yeah, it would have it would have already been there from last week. No, but accepted it as it's, attending. It's slight. Yeah. So you notice when you go back to it that the details have changed mm-hmm. and that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That this this is just the way this functions, and um, it doesn't list the new address. It just says the address. It's like the address is no longer valid, and there's no listed new address. Can I call my... Of course you can call your parents. Um, Might be the sort of prompt like that that would make you. Oh, God, who am I less pissed off at? I'll call the dad. All right. <laughs> I'll probably forget his voice, but... Okay. Sebastian. 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 You called me on the day of my daughter's wedding. You called me on the day of my daughter's wedding. The phone rings a few times, and then... Sebastian, I was wondering when you'd call. Oh, Come now, you don't have to say it with such disdain. <laughs> it's been a long day. So, cut to it. What is it you want? We have dinner plans. <laughs> yes, I do have dinner plans. Tomorrow night, in fact. Is the invite still extended? You said you wanted me there. We we wanted you. Our, we wanted our son there. And we're not sure that we've still got him. I guess that's the risk you took when you didn't program it into me. Of course. And we love you no matter what you do. But you risk us all when you don't tell us what you're doing. You know what I'm doing. And it's a dangerous path. You don't see it. You don't see... You don't think we're right to question your state of mind. You are... You've been going down this rabbit hole for weeks, months. You can't be healthy. You've never seen help. You lost her and we're worried we're losing you. You've always been so obsessed with questioning me and my, my motives and, and what I'm doing. You just never really wanted to ask me. Well, son, why do you want to come to the meeting? I don't. 
And yet you do. It's not for me. Who's it for? <laughs> this is gonna go down well. I can tell. <laughs> oh, shit. God damn. It's for you and for Peter. Him. Yes. Why is he so special? He's helping me and <laughs> he's got a pretty fucked up history but he's trying and I think he's the type of person that could use a second chance is he with you? around put him on <laughs> so we're just gonna hyperventilate over yeah. here <laughs> yeah okay oh, yeah. two seconds whoa hey, what oh, just three my glasses hello Peter shit I mean you don't even, you've never heard that name before in relation to you he never told you. Seb never told you your name was Peter. He never said that. So that wouldn't I have known it? You might vaguely that might trigger like a huh huh to yeah. when you were like two Sorry. years old. What did you? What did you call me? Peter. That's your name, isn't it? I don't know. Not anymore. <laughs> well, uh, you seem to have. He definitely hesitates as if he was going to say something else. And then he says, You seem to have warmed my son's heart. Now, I don't know if it's not the other way around, sir. I would like to see you in person. Just you. Where do you want to see me, sir? He gives you an address in the city. He says, I trust your fake ID still works. I certainly hope so. Well, I hope to see you soon. Here's the test, Peter. You leave now. You meet me there. You don't bring anyone. You don't bring any weapons. And we talk. And if I'm happy with our conversation, then you and my son can come to sit at the table with the most important people in the world. Yes, sir. I give the glasses back to Seb. I take the location and mm -hmm. I walk out the door. Cool. Do you... And you, the phone's still on. Do you say anything? He just stands up and walks out the door. What did you say to him? If I told you I paid him... Fifty million dollars to never see you again. I 
I wouldn't put it past you, but I wish you'd talk to me first. Here's the deal, son. Sometimes your parents know best. But Arthur, sometimes I may be your child, but I am not a child. Let me finish. But sometimes a parent needs to know when it's time to trust their child's instincts. And I want to know I'm making the right choice. So I just want to talk to them. One on one. And that's it. And then you can come. Okay. I needed to tell him before I told you because I needed the decision to be impartial from all parties. I'm going to say before I walk out the door, mm -hmm. I grab that shitty city outfit. Yep. And I'll like cool. slick my hair to the side and like, and I'm sort of ducked out. Like sort of trying to clean myself up as I head out. Cool. And you head out. That phone hangs up. I, guess, I, I was going to say, my, yep. my final line would be my trust is with you now. Cool. And the phone hangs up. He doesn't respond to that. Yep. Two hours later, <sighs> you arrive at your destination. Awkwardly lost almost, but you get there, you've got maps and stuff. Um, you get through the security checkpoint, nothing terribly horrible happens. And you arrive at um, a small, like, servicing shop for cybernetics. It's, like, kind of not a major thoroughfare, and it's off to the side. And, um, yeah, it's just a retail store is the address. Walk in. There's a um, retail clerk at the counter who's, like, tightening a screw in a minor cybernetic prosthetic who looks up at you as you enter. I'm here for a meeting. <laughs> oh, yeah? Mm. Yeah, you look the part. Come on. And he opens a door to, like, a back room. I walk in. Cool. I'm just, like, doing it. I'm in. Yep. <clears throat> You walk in and you see Oscar sitting at a table. There's lots of cybernetic parts around and he just, there's a chair sitting across from him and he sits down and he's sipping on a drink. Um, there's a man in the corner of the room, uh, quietly standing there, who looks more like a driver than a bodyguard. Um, and he gestures for you to sit down. I sit down. I haven't got a backpack. Cool. I haven't got anything. I'm just... Awkwardly dressed as a respectable person, or my interpretation of one. He says, thank you for coming unarmed. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, I wish to know why you have decided to embed yourself with my son. You see, I don't get to decide many things, or at least I haven't, for my entire life. Up until, I'm going to say a couple of weeks ago. Funny thing, for the months prior to that, I'd been running away from a really fucked up history that was put on me. I have the feeling that with your connections, you probably are aware of some of that. And frankly, you could know every detail about everything I've ever been involved in, and you wouldn't know who I am. Because that's not me. 
I never got to choose who I am. But up until a couple of weeks ago, I was running until I met a gentleman who showed me I could make decisions. I could make friends. Both of those are things my life has been severely lacking. So I understand where you're coming from and your skepticism, sir. But you have led, and I don't mean to judge, but I've seen your house. <laughs> you lead a life of bounty. And I have not. And I'm not looking to get anything, but perhaps the bounty that one might most appreciate in one's life is friends and choices. I only hope that they are friends and choices made on good faith. You see, I get the feeling that you don't particularly like me. And that's understandable. I wouldn't say that, if I'm being honest with you. I'm shocked. Shocked by a world I've never seen up until a few days ago, well, a week ago. I don't know you. I try not to judge people I don't know. I try to know people before I judge them, too. It, it goes both ways, though. I worry... Perhaps as a sign of trust, I'll share my worry. Do you wonder if Sebastian is not using you? I've been used. In fact, that's all I've been. It's it's not the same. You develop a gut for that sort of thing, trust me. Mm. Well, we found out a lot. Well, Nyla found out a lot about you. I'm sorry for everything that's happened to you in your life. It is deplorable. It is unforgivable. I cannot fathom it. Nyla wished for me to give you something, but I'm not sure that you want to receive it. What's that? A photo. What? Your mother. And you. I have a mother? Of course you do. You see, she was a civilian. American, of course, as your father. I, I say was. <laughs> Forgive me. Is. She lives, of course. The Medicare is much improved on what it was, was over there. <laughs> uh, but, of course, as soon as we ran your DNA, um, parentally it matched. You were never registered. Back then, they weren't registering at birth. And... It makes sense, the DNA matches. Your parents, we found them, and then, of course, the records, the missing persons report. All of it. I don't know that I need to see it. I mean, I... It's not... It's not the world I'm in. What you call me on the phone? Was it Peter? Peter. Peter. 
Yes. So that's my name, huh? Little Peter. Little Peter. Wow. Here's the thing. I'm no more Peter than this world is the world it was before the things that tested it to its limits. We might want for a better world, but we're not going to get what we had back. We're not going to unbreak the broken. But we could turn what is broken into something better, and that's all I can hope for. Are you hood up still? No. Okay. I haven't got my hood. His fancy clothes. He pulls out, like, a phone. He's a bit old school. He pulls out a small phone, and he lifts it up, and he takes a photo of you. Just right there. It's obvious what he does. He just says... Puts it down. And he says, I had a feeling you might choose that, but... Nyla told me that the reverse wouldn't be true. And your mother would like to see you. That makes sense. So, I don't know what... Just, you know, expectations and all. You're alive. I'm a fucking disappointment, man. She doesn't need to know that. You're a victim of a cruel system. And that leads you to the photo that I thought you should see. Now, I won't make you look at your family, but I will make you look at my family. And then he pulls out a picture of a woman you don't recognize. You actually do recognize, sorry. A woman that was marked as the last target that you had to be involved with. The last job. And the job that you escaped on. The job that you never finished, but it was the target. And you were, you, you like ran out on that job. And it was the job where you got hit by someone and left blood at the scene, which you didn't realise. Is it? You don't... Well, have you has he seen photos? No. He says, That's Maya. And... I have a feeling she would have been, well, a daughter to me in time. Forgive me for being so bold, but she like Seb? You made her? No, he found her. <laughs> True love, I think. It's not for me to say. But you, your people, took her. They're not my people. They were never my That's the connection, you see. He found you, and he slides the photo towards you, because you found her. Sure. Fair enough. I have people I'm trying to find. Doesn't mean the people I meet along the way to trying to find them aren't sincere interactions. I'm not saying it's not, but... I don't know what ticks in your head and call it manipulation but I want to make sure I want to make damn sure damn sure that you know what you're guilty for oh I know and you find my son's goddamn partner I will work and strain and beat myself into the ground until I do. And if I die trying, that is how I go. But no other way. And what price will you pay? Anything. 
a feeling you might say that. He was right about you then. Well, he pulls out a business card and hands it to you. Take it. That is one of the finest human integration surgeons in the city. And he stands up. Your expenses will be billed to my account. I'll see you tomorrow night. And he walks out. Doors opened by his friend and the door shuts. Pro immediately bursts into tears <laughs> on the table just like falls apart. Oh shit, that was a lot. Does he leave the photo? Or is he taking it with him? The photo of Maya? No, the photo. He didn't ever bring out the photo out of you. I didn't mom. accept the photo of Maya. But I saw Maya. And he didn't push it upon you. But he is sending your mum a photo of you. <sighs> yeah, I figured that. Wow. Oof. Yeah. Just let that all <laughs> soak in. <laughs> Sounds oh. like, oh, I like my dad more. Dave gets get a destiny point. Yeah. <laughs> well so done. dad gets a destiny Dave, I said Dave oh. gets a destiny point. That was really good. Yeah. Cool. Oh, don't know how you segue from that, but we'll segue from that and uh, I head back to the kitchen. I walk in just sort of like in a trance. <laughs> like, hey guys. So I just met with your dad. It went... You're still alive. Yeah. I want to say well, but I... My brain is kind of... Did you take the photo of Maya? I'm going to say yeah, if you... Yeah. He left it on the... He slid it across. It's... But I'm not sure. Like, that's... I've tucked that away. Uh, So, we're invited. And he gave me this. And I show the card. I'm like... He said, your expenses will be paid. You recognize the name as the leading human integration surgeon in the city. Or one of the, there's probably a few. That's basically cybernetics. (laughs) That's a connection. A connect. What's, what's he? Oh, when we met, I said I might be able to uh, hook you up. Oh, <laughs> this is the hookup. Shit, probably better than you could have asked oh, for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Jesus. I, I have no idea what the hell is happening. He's like that. No, no, I mean all of it. Like, yeah, that. I mean, that was a lot, but like this, like the, we are part of the precipice of something and I don't get it it's terrifying but it feels really important anyway I I guess uh, I mean do you mind if do you mind if you call that number because I have no idea how the fuck to make an appointment or <laughs> uh, can I look up their website for what modifications are available and we just like it's it's cut. fatigue it's gonna be a go in and privately be assessed and privately be it's okay. it's it's the level where there's not even a website can mm-hmm. like there's a website but it's it's that, that like inquire consultations, consultations only. only sort of thing okay um 
I, can we? Okay, I'll say. Can I just book a consultation then? And sure, we'll it's for it. a week away, two weeks away. Cool, done. All right, we've booked that. There is one more brief encounter to be had tonight. Okay, if you're willing. We're of course, 10, no, no, we're, we're, okay. we're doing well tonight. Okay, so the following day, do you have any brief little moment? Are you happy? Cool. I feel like I would. That was another almost crying moment. So hard. Oh. I feel like I wouldn't have. It was. That I was, was like. <laughs> this is like so fucking great though. Like, I, oh, I have hunger for this shit. I okay. love it. So good. All right. Anyway, the last meeting won't yeah. be as good as that. <laughs> I wouldn't have. That was a lot. That was a lot of things coming together mm. in a big way. That mm. was really cool. Anyway. Uh, yeah, well, Rob's going to say something. Rob wants to say something. What are you going to say, Rob? I wouldn't have prodded any of the conversation that you'd had with my dad. Um, the fact yeah. that you're back and you've got a connection, I, I assume it went well. Oh, you're alive. Yeah. yeah, like literally you're alive and you've got to hook up. So you did something, right? So fucking chops to you. Um, yeah. Are you going to call your dad back and for the appointment time or does he get a notification? Do I have to have that conversation or we just... No. no. Yeah, it's cool. Cool. No. That's not, not relevant. Next day. Okay, the next day. The day of the meeting. The day of the meeting, but it's an evening meeting. Yeah. Which will be next episode. Yes, yeah, we're no, not going to get to that obviously, today. Obviously, yeah. Seb, his phone rings with an unknown number. <laughs> which doesn't happen. It's There's not like spam, spam call blocking is like a huge thing. Someone has to have been given your number to call you with an unknown number. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Is that Sebastian? It depends. Depends on who's calling. Who's calling? Of course. I had assessed. Uh, my name is Rag. Rack? Oh, Ragual, but Rags is fine. Rags. I would like to have a meeting with you. Today, if you could. Pertaining to what? Pertaining to your recent philanthropy in the slums. Okay. And who are you? Uh... You could say I'm... <laughs> I'm a... That's embarrassing to say, really. You could say I'm a... <laughs> a, a political candidate. <laughs> Elaborate. Well, elections are soon, and I'm standing for office. I've got quite substantial support in the... Um, elite. Electorate, state, or federal? Federal. Do I know his name? Uh, the government doesn't work the same as it does currently. It's been reformed, so we'll just make, we'll brush over how the government works. It's not worth diving into. But his name's not familiar. Um, make an intelligence check. Holy, we haven't rolled a single yeah. check all night. It's just wrong play. I like that. It's I don't just know. wrong play. Yeah. Do you know what we've built up to this place for so long? It's sort challenge of, level. It just sort of um, the challenge level on this for what did I say? Raw intelligence. Yeah, mm-hmm. only two. That's not true. Eve did a destiny roll, and you did. We've point. done You're some destiny, destiny rolls. Points I got four. Wow. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, cap is three. Yeah, so I know. once you go below, it can only stay at three. I feel like I would have been on the on the line for one if I hadn't had four. four. Yeah. yeah. So you were one over. All right. You burn a destiny point, and you succeed. The first name. Uh, it's quite unusual, and then suddenly, you realize it, and you go, "Oh." That's a new political candidate who's basically coming out of nowhere and is um, launching on a platform of unprecedented reform. And their position is untenable. They're not going to win. Um, it's it's too far early. It's in that stage of you kind of need like a bunch of progressive pushes to get a voter base up. But they're 
getting a lot of traction, but they're getting a lot of traction with unregistered citizens because their drive is on the kind of reform that means bringing down the wall. And it will involve some pain. There will be population caps and strict population control measures, but it's talking about some kind of basic income for the slummers. It's very progressive stuff. Knowing my family, is that aligned with them? Tangential. Tangential. They they would uh, uh, probably semi-aligned because their position is that if they can get to their goal in a painless way... They'd do it. They'd do it. Um, next question. If he fails to win but gets votes, does he get a seat? He could get a seat. Okay, yes. so that's even if he Which doesn't win. Which would be on the sort of electoral yeah. thing. There's a lot less. Yeah, no, I'm trying to steer away from politics as much yeah, as possible. Yeah. We're, we're in this system, I mean, we have like 100 and whatever representatives. We're in a system, imagine more like 20 to 30 representatives for the country. It's the city, because the cities are now blocks mm. and the rural areas have been turned into like slums or agricultural zones. It's more condensed to city representatives. Mm. So Melbourne probably has like three representatives because it's a major city. Okay. But Victoria um, might only have four for the whole state. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> You know where to find me. Um, yeah, well, I'd like you to meet me um, somewhere safe for both of us. I'm um, very busy. Of course, as am I. As am I. This is important. Um, sorry, look, I wouldn't call out the blue, but I think you could be just the man I'm looking for. Um, it's not too far from you. It's probably, assuming you're out there, um, it's on the border. It's the Palace Pub. In the gentrified district, border of the slums. When? Oh, today, if you've got time. You know. I'll see what I can do. Yes. Good. Playing hardball with my fictional calendar. Well, um, one o'clock? Sure. See you there? Done. Good. And the phone clicks and hangs up. Um, are we doing that tonight? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Cool. Okay, um, I would ask Conrado if there's anybody that he trusts that could come with me as protection. He says sure. Cool. He assigns someone with you. Yeah, Muscle go. named oh. Elron. I take Elron. I'm, assume, I'm assuming <laughs> L hyphen Ron. Elron, who thinks when you get to the palace pub, Scientology does, is cool. With his and he named himself after that because he's like, that's a cool thing. When he's like, when you get to the palace pub, does he have cybernetic arms? Can he like stand outside? No, and, like, this guy doesn't. Light a no, 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 this guy's just regular. Okay. This guy's a this guy's probably boozy. He's got like a prosthetic leg, um, yeah. Yeah. a few internal implants, okay. concealed blade. So you head on there, and you head to a district that you are vaguely familiar with. There is an area on the fringe of the Ven um, that's actually owned by a private entity, a large area, um, and. It's almost unique in that it exists in the depopularized zone. So in the entire circumference where there's that depopularized couple of blocks, mm -hmm. there is only one area that isn't depopularized, and this is it. It's technically within city limits, but it operates as kind of the reverse of the Venn. It's like a small bubble where city-controlled people actually control the whole area, but it's almost like a no-man's land of their own. It's a almost like a private investor's no-man's land rather than a government where a, a couple of people have stakes and control all this area and they use it to run various illicit activities, but it's a grey area that's more controlled by a private interest. Hmm. 
Um, hmm. Okay. I yes. had it's quite nice. There's some long. canals there. I think where it is. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a it's, new, a, ref- it's a new district. Yeah. Okay. So it was actually built in 2040. Uh, there was some big, big renovations that were done. Cool. Yeah. So it's a new area. It's, it's probably the northeastern suburbs of Melbourne. Um, but yeah, it's a whole new district. Yeah. Anyway, so you head to the Palace Pub meeting. Do I meet him there? He will be there. Okay. Uh, you cross the canal. A man, uh, um, I guess, a couple of slummers uh, throw across a makeshift bridge that drops down over a canal that marks the boundary, and you run across the um, the sort of iron and tin, and you run up to well, you walk up to the front of the pub. There's a couple of rapscallions from the city hanging around. Definitely look more like workers with like undone ties and stuff, and like drunk and loitering. Uh, there's a bouncer at the door smoking a cigar. Cracks his iron knuckles as you walk up. Mm-hmm. Um, do I see? Well, he's right. uh, there's a bouncer at the door of, oh, of the pub. I haven't. I have a meeting. <clears throat> you, do I need a meeting? I'm not going to. No. I'm just going to walk in. A hand goes out to stop you. We don't let little boys in here. <laughs> you can go. And he thumbs it at Elrond. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me? I'm going to need to see your ID. <laughs> you look like a baby. <laughs> you look like an asshole. Yeah, I curate the look. Straight <laughs> 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 in your face. <laughs> Whatever, I get out my ID. <laughs> and he lets you in. <laughs> um, cool. What he looks dick. it over and lets you in. <laughs> you ever try to go to a club in Melbourne? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, and you head upstairs, and you spot one person who looks very out of place at the upstairs bar, uh, rooftop bar. He sits against a plant, uh, like in the corner. He's wearing a, uh, a cream suit, and he's young. He's probably about 25 <laughs> Um, blonde, sort of tall and narrow, and um, looking around, he's got some paperwork, and he looks up and he says, Sebastian! I'm going to walk up, sit beside him, and gesture to the bartender for two of his strongest drinks. If they've got the moonshine that ugly drinks, I want that. Cool. Uh, They bring it over. Um, A rather dejected-looking man comes over and, after you digitally put in your order and hands you your drinks, he gives you what you need, um... You ordered two of the strongest drink. Uh, the politician takes it. Yeah. And I go on that spiel about how the Russians always think before a neg- negotiation, you should have a drink with the person. So. He takes a sip. Destiny roll. I'm going to just throw Six. it back. You throw it back. He goes... <laughs> <laughs> and spits it back at the thing and he's just like, is that battery acid? What on earth do you... Drink. It's polite. It tastes foul. Yeah, the world is foul. Legend. <laughs> Swallows it. He gets it down. I like that guy. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Mm, strange custom. Ah. Uh, ah. <laughs> uh, anyway. What can I, I do brought for you? you here because there are no. <clears throat> Yeah. Ears. Yes, ears. No ears here. And 
you are to help me with my endeavor. Mm. How? You are Sebastian Allen. Correct. And you are the child of Oscar and Nyla. So I'm told. And they are in cahoots with Reboot. Yes, there are connections. And Reboot is appealing to the masses. <laughs> well, New You is appealing to the masses. Yes. But it's a lie. Oh. They can't afford it. It's stupid. It's a impossibly expensive product that basically no one even in the city can afford, and yet it is being marketed with billions of dollars of advertising to the slums. To the slums. Why? Because they're buying placid people. (laughs) Because if you believe that one day a miracle will happen and all your problems will be washed away. Maybe, just maybe, you won't throw a fucking Molotov over this goddamn canal and burn down one of these rich assholes' house. It's really simple. It could also be the 10-foot-tall death bots. Um, That could be a deterrent too. But nevertheless, it's broken and it's wrong and I don't like it and your parents are part of the problem. <laughs> Is Seb laughing? Yeah. Okay. I was like, I like this guy. He's cool. <laughs> We're laughing. <laughs> Joke. <laughs> you are a breath of fresh air. Thank you. I am pretty fresh. You've got gotten pretty close to the mark in some aspects, but you don't you need to work on some of it as well. Yeah, probably. I'm new but to this. You still haven't answered what you need from me. Oh, an in. Yes. Um, basically, uh, hmm, I require you to... Break it open. Break what open? You're different, you see. You're out here in the slums setting up soup kitchens and helping people and running around and getting yourself into all kinds of situations. And if you die, you die. So you're putting a lot on the line for this. It's impressive. Um, And that leads me to believe that you care. And that sets you aside from the other people who go out there and put a paycheck into it and they just reap the benefit without the risk. You see? Tax deductible. They're not really losing anything. They've got no skin in the game. Your skin is in the game. In fact, and I'm just going to say he notes like a few scuffs that are rapidly healing from maybe a bout with Zhang, some training. It's like, your skin appears to be quite in the game. Your, your point? 
My point is that I want you and me to work together to help change this place. And the reason I've picked you is because you are connected to very important people and I am less connected to very important people. But I'm connected to a lot of people because I'm connected to people who want change. Is looking to go from rags to riches. <laughs> Just put that out there. <laughs> You've got some bold ideas. I've seen your platform and I appreciate a lot of it. I really do. Um, but one thing about having skin in the game is you learn a lot about the people and you know. I'm not sure you're quite there with your policies. And don't get me wrong, I think there's the possibility, but it needs some work. I'm, I'll, I'll do what I can to maybe broker a meeting with some people. Mm. It's almost more than that. You see, um, mm, there's this thing and, well, it's your parents were involved the company reboot right mm-hmm. uh, they've kind of moved on yes to new you that's the big thing reboot still the, exists the technology I'm very adapted. aware that it exists yes um but there's a problem which is um the stolen stuff and with that is the people out here that are going missing I believe that's relevant to you too. If I've done my homework. Out of character. Am I, am I inferring the fact that he's talking about Maya? Yes. Are there any quiet corners or rooms? You're in a quiet corner. Like, you're. Oh, there's no one else on the rooftop bar. It's just you two in the corner near a tree. Are we near a balcony? Hmm. not in his nature but I'd really love to do that get to the point I want you to help me investigate some internal issues that are happening at your parents and the Reboot Corporation that pertain to stolen technology and people trafficking and also um, did you know that the cheapest way to get a body is not to clone them but to steal them I do not like what you're insinuating. Uh, Yes, I am not, of course, besmirching your family's good name. It is not good policy and they make great products. However, uh, information leaks and reboot is old now. And the black market no longer needs organs and doesn't really need sex. It doesn't need much. Why are people still going missing? And very importantly, why is it that when a particular mobster out there attracted enough attention to get the government to take them down, that they were replaced almost immediately by a female who went by the same name? 
and took control of the organization from nowhere immediately uh, and had the same memories and personality. It worries me. It worries me that this technology could be out there and in the wrong hands and I need someone inside, someone who cares, someone who isn't fake, someone who could be you to help me investigate some big issues. This is about more than politics to me. The platform is uh, almost irrelevant. Don't let the voters hear me say that. I'm in it for a different reason. Will you be in it with me? What reason? Reboot. What about it? I have some issues with it. Personal issues. And we're all prone to keeping some cards closer to our chest. Send me whatever information you have, and then I'm going to leave. He extends his hand as if to shake your hand. I hope to work with you, Sebastian. Just send what you have. Indeed. It's nearly time for a family meeting. Yes. That's what you got from this? Fuck me, that's the last thing on my mind. Yay! There's a whoa. You've got different things to sort of figure out in the next in the next episode. Oh, we need to talk, you and I. <laughs> Fuck me! <laughs> oh, what an episode! What an episode! Congrats to Richie! Can we let's round of applause for our narrator for bringing this all together, Dave? Thanks, guys. Thank you. This what was is that? A, that blow your mind? A privilege of a, of a world to play in. <laughs> that blow your mind? What was that? Rob's just like, uh-oh. <laughs> What's wrong, Rob? Oh, my God. What's that? What hit you the hardest? I don't even know. Just that whole episode was, like, intense. And reveals and questions mm. and... I got no idea where the fuck now he's you know going how with it. <laughs> <laughs> I got no idea where the fuck he's going with it, so my mind's running. So... I told everyone earlier off camera that I would be introducing some potential conflicting arcs into their storylines. Everyone needed one. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, I did say that as a joke. Like, I have nowhere... I had had nowhere to go, really. Well... Until my... We've all... Like, all of us have these different threads of, like, tension now. But... How that unfolds is up to the next episode. So thank you so much for joining us. Love in the comments for Dave for making this amazing. People aren't just following you for those sexy hair reveals, Dave. They're following (laughs) you. They're following you because they appreciate you. Ah, wow. Hope you enjoyed rags, guys. That was good. He was cool. You played him really well, too. Tall, thin, blonde, angular, odd looking. (laughs) Odd looking. I like it. Fan up. <laughs> all right, thank you all so much. Thank we you. will see you in the next episode of a reboot. See you Join in the, the next videos. Bye.